The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way. Liverpool Live! It's six o'clock, you're listening to The Lads and I am Dickie Min. I'm Andy. And we have a special guest on with us. It's uh, it's Claire Campbell. Hi Claire. Claire. Claire's still in the studio, the other two have got off. Yeah, let's ask her the question yeah. that you said before. Go on. Hi Claire. Hi. Now that them two have gone, who's your favourite out of the last bit? Can't say that. Yes, you can. No chance. Can't say that at all. Is it one of them? Is it like your kids? You love them all equally, but you've secretly got a favourite. I'm like Mother Hen in this station, aren't I? So I love them all. Okay, we'll let her off. Okay. Right, well, we've got uh, just a a quick rundown of what we've got coming up. We are going to be talking mental health um, because it is Mental Health Awareness Week next week, 10th to the 16th. We've got Paul Campbell in from Liverpool Live who knows his stuff. We're going to be talking from Liverpool Live. You should talk Liverpool. That's what I meant. We're That's what I meant. Thank you for that, Andy. Well, there's no, no problems. That's my job. Uh, and apart from that, uh, yeah, we're going to play some tunes. And I mean some serious tunes, people. We have got two of my all-time classics. Uh, but first, we're going to go into Step by Step by New Kids on the Block. What, what happened to your lip then? I don't know. It just quivered. <laughs> The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. And welcome back. That was Step by Step by New Kids on the Block tune. I I give in. It's a tune. I'm glad you put that in. No. I love it. Boy band should not be on a lad show. That's right. It's a lad show. We've got to have it. Anyway, I am Dickie Mint and I've got Andy with me. Hello. And I've also got Paul Campbell from Talk Liverpool. Hello, Paul. Hello. Good to have him on. Now, we've got Paul on because it is Mental Health Awareness Week next week from the 10th to the 16th of May. So, Paul obviously works for Talk Liverpool. And we basically all show are going to be talking about more so men's health, mental health, um, because there's some shocking stats that we've uh, that we've got in front of us. There um, is. It's it's it is really shocking when you look at it. It's um, around one in eight men have common mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, panic disorders, and OCD. The one that worries me is men are less likely to access therapies only 36% of referrals to NHS talking therapies are men like we've we talked about this a number of times and it, it's it's scary but obviously the expert on this that will see this more than us uh, is yourself Paul so welcome to the show uh, in regards to obviously uh, Talk Liverpool and everything that's happened with Covid how I mean, we had an interesting conversation just off air before, but how did COVID affect people calling in? Yeah, well, well, if you think about it, there's for the last year or so um, that this is something that has, has never happened on this planet before in, in, in living memory, certainly. And if you think about the way mental health works, that um, one, I, I like to think of it that humans are herd animals, that we like to hang around with other humans. We form families, we form units and groups and, and, and stay together. And if you think about what people have been told for the last year, they've been told stay away from other humans. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's been happening is that they've been told 
daily that if they do go out and hang around with other humans, there's something dangerous that's going to happen to them. Yeah, yeah. So there's a threat out there. And for, for me and, and people who work in our field, that's that's a recipe for taking someone who has never had any type of mental health or emotional problem before. That's a recipe for giving them one. Yeah, tell yeah. Them, Stay away from other humans and, and there's something scary out there to, to get you. Um, and you add into that the whole uncertainty of it, that no one can tell you when this will be over. Yeah. So what we do know for a fact is that more people will be affected by this um, from a mental health point of view. Um, and, and in fact, some of the, the modelling that we've done with a few of the universities suggest that, for example, in, in Liverpool, we, we get around probably... 14,000 referrals a year usually. Right, um, okay. We can expect that to be upwards of 20,000 once once lockdown's finished and, and people start to come back to services. Right, okay. um, so we, we know just from the modelling that we've done on how mental health problems work that there's going to be a massive problem after this that, that, um, that, that people are suffering during this. And do you, in regards to men, is there a, is there a specific do you believe there's a specific reason that 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 men aren't what i mean we've talked about it in the past in regards to you know it's the macho image it's the you know we'll keep our problems to ourselves we don't want to hassle anybody we can deal with it do you find that when you are getting people are getting men calling up and speaking yeah so so the the, 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 the the there's two real reasons why men don't tend to come forward for for talking therapies and um, the first is that men tend to approach problems from a a problem solving point of view um, whereas women like to talk and emotionally connect about problems yeah um, men tend to like practical solutions to problems and things like talking therapies don't sound like a practical solution yeah. if you think about the, some some of the ways in which it's portrayed in the in the media is you go into a room and you lie down on a couch and you talk about your childhood and things like yeah. that and, and that's not what it's about and it hasn't been like that for 30 or 40 years um, so men prefer those practical solutions and also another another the second reason is that um, lots of men who experience mental health problems self-medicate um, by using alcohol or yeah. drugs or other substances that, that change the way they feel. Um, and what we find is when men come, they often have two problems. They have a, a problem with their mental health and they also have a problem with a substance or, or, or alcohol use. Yeah. And that tends to lead to them to isolate themselves from their, their social networks. And so they, they lose touch with friends and networks and things like that. So the, the solution that they use to the problem actually makes the problem worse. And in regards to, I mean, it, it's scary. Again, I'm, I'm looking at these stats and I'm just looking at the, uh, you know, the stats for, like you've just said, blokes becoming more dependent on alcohol uh, are three times more likely um you know even even obviously like you said i'm guessing becoming addicted to prescribed drugs and stuff like that to, to help them sleep etc is there an age demographic with blokes that you're finding a more more yeah, suffering more that that uh, that come forward or don't come forward De definitely and there's there's been some research done by the the royal college of of GPs um, during the pandemic and what they found was there was a massive increase in young men coming to GPs for help with mental health problems um, during the, the pandemic. So in the first six months of, of um, f from the first lockdown from March, the first six months from March, what they found was uh, I think it was a, a trebling of the number of 18 to 35 year olds who were coming forward for uh, wow. telling their GPs they were struggling. One of the problems is then that that doesn't translate into them coming for talking therapies. Uh, mm. they, they often leave with a, a 
prescription for a medication. Um, yeah. So be, I work in another place, um, and the average age in, in there is like 22, 23. I've been there for five years, and over the past two, three years, I've seen a, a, a noticeable difference in the younger people being signed off work sick with depression and anxiety and then when they come back in and you, you have a little chat with them you go out you, you're going to go to some therapy get yourself oh no he's just prescribed me medication and it, it doesn't it doesn't help them because two three weeks down the line they're off again because the medication's not working or they think it's not working and they're signed off so they do need to go and actually speak to people and I mean, get it sorted is that fr- is that frustrating for for, for yourselves as uh, obviously like i said at total liverpool is that something that you do you work with the gps to to try and to try and rectify that because that is something i mean i've personally wise with a with a couple of family members exactly what Andy's just said have, have had that problem where a, a younger male in the family has uh, you know suffered gone to the GP and you know sometimes I do feel like they do get prescribed stuff before actually like you said go and have a talk and I don't know if it's I don't mean it's the GPs but you know sometimes I guess it can be the lads that are going in saying oh I'll be fine just give me something I don't like you said there's that 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 anxiety about talking to somebody you've never met before and, and putting all your problems out in front of them. Yeah, and, and I think that it boils down to that old common misperception about what talking therapies are. And even the fact that we're calling them talking therapies, we have therapies available where you don't have to talk to anybody. You get all your yeah. help online and um, you're given exercises, watching videos and things like that online. So, so lots of people think that they will we've often heard the term it's a bit too touchy-feely for me um, from men um, when really it doesn't have to be the the, the types of therapies that are available from ourselves and from from everybody who does other organisations everybody who does this therapy has really changed Um, there's lots of online therapy um, there are courses there are um, we there's even things where we we ran a a a course with uh, Witness Vikings Rugby Club where you could come train for an hour with some of the team and, and get some help with anything you're struggling with with afterwards um, it doesn't have to be you sit in a room and you talk to somebody about how you're feeling or your emotions that the the types of therapy that that help are, are the types of therapy that give you skills and tell just mm. like if you were to go to a college and learn how to do plumbing you can you can come do a course and learn how to keep your 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 emotional well-being or keep yourself mentally healthy yeah. well look after just before oh, just on. before we go for a break I, do you know what i have noticed over since um the lockdowns have started People being signed off are being signed off with low moods. That's actually on the 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 doctors the the fit notes. They're not sick notes anymore. You call them yeah. fit notes. Do you think that's just doctors taking not all doctors, but the doctors just taking the easy way out so they don't have to do any investigation? Because it said it just on it says need two weeks off. Reason low mood. Yeah, that's I, not dealing with the the issue, is it? Yeah, I, I think. But the, the, some of the problems with with that is that people don't like the term depression yeah. and if you say to someone you're depressed um, they think that it's this mystical horrible disease that you have and will yeah. always be with you and if you look at some of the stuff online that so, some people will find helpful but don't really describe it very well things like it, it's a black dog that follows you about and, and yeah. um, it'll always be there ready to pounce and when, when re- and, and people start to think of depression as a sort of toxic term mm. when, yeah. when to be honest I prefer the term low mood if somebody's feeling low then it's, it's oh, low okay. mood it doesn't really matter what you call it but the, the problem is that you need to do something about it, it it's mm. fixable it's, 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 a, it's a practical problem I, you can solve I remember going to the doctors, this must have been 
12 years ago um, in the space of six months I lost like five members of my family all in one go um, and I knew I was depressed and I went to the doctor and the doctor turned around and said to me oh I'm not going to do anything I'm not going to sign you off with depression I'm not going to refer you to anyone because it will affect your job opportunities in the future so I had to go that's not the case no. I, I know for a fact that's not the case I do hiring and, and stuff all you need to do is go and seek the help if you don't get the right answer that you're getting off the doctor I can only suggest going to people like yourselves to, to get the advice yeah and, and that's a, a good good point that organisations like ours and other charities that do this you don't need to go through your doctor anymore you yeah. just google mm-hmm. them and, and phone us and we'll, we'll We'll, we'll do something with you. Well, we're going to get into that uh, after the break. Uh, we're going to get into if, if, you know, if any of this has hit home with anybody listening uh, to the show tonight, then, uh, then yeah, we're, we're, we're going to run through the, the type of help that you can get and uh, how to go about it. So we're going to go uh, into a song and it's Hazard by Richard Marks. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. And that was Hazard by Richard Marks. And that was a song choice by Andy, uh, just if anybody's listening. Uh, I am Dickie Min. I have Andy with me. What's wrong with my song choice? I didn't mind New Kids on the Block. I'm a fan of New Kids on the Block because that's my age. <laughs> the next song will be even better for you, I think. I know, I know. We'll save that as a special treat. Uh, and we all still have Paul Campbell with us. I say still, like 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 we can't get rid of you. We're glad you're here, Paul. Uh, like So before the break, uh, we were obviously talking uh, about Mental Health Awareness Week that is running from the 10th to the 16th, uh, which is Monday, uh, obviously, yeah. next, uh, tomorrow. But we want to now look at, obviously, we've talked about some of the situations blokes go through, people in general, uh, but we want to look at now the type of help that's out there because, you know, we've just been talking about how blokes don't like the, you know, that the, you've got to talk to somebody, but it doesn't necessarily need, you don't necessarily have to go down that specific route. There's loads of other things. So I'm hoping, Paul, you can uh, give us a bit of a breakdown of what what people can expect and how they can go about how they can go about getting help, and then what they can expect the different services that are available to people. If you know, some people might not want to talk, but I know you you know you mentioned the rugby thing before. Um, go from there yeah so I suppose I could start by talking about what people can do to help themselves first if, if they if they don't want to come yeah. to service like ours what they can do to stay healthy and, and there's a there's a program called the five ways to well-being and, it, and it's it's been extensively researched and, and these are five things that you can do to stay healthy emotionally um, and the first one is connecting with others is, is making sure that you stay in touch with people that you have some sort of connection to other humans and that doesn't have to be physically hanging out with them that means some sort of social contact it can be now over video link or, or however you please or just staying in touch with other humans and connecting yeah. with them is the first thing you can do the second is is being active um, and the link between physical activity and emotional health is, is extremely strong and we've known about it for years um, and it's probably one of the single things you can do to keep your emotional health um, in, in, in pristine condition is to to be active and that doesn't mean spending hours in the gym each day that's as little as 30 minutes on most days of, of sort of 
Get out. Brisk walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the third thing that, that people can do to keep themselves emotionally healthy is, is what we call take notice. Um, so we, we lead very multitasking lives. And they say men can't multitask. You look at any man <laughs> and he can. He can be on his phone and pretend to be listening to someone and, <laughs> and, and doing all sorts of things. And if, if you think about the way we sit and watch a movie at nights in our homes, for example, there, there's often a gadget on the go as well mm-hmm. and some other distraction. Um, so that that's... Um, taking notice is about focus on whatever you're doing and doing just that it's based on the, the mindfulness type approach to things that um, to, to solely focus on one thing you enjoy that thing more um, so that's the, the third thing the fourth is to learn a new skill um, so if you're feeling that your emotional well-being is under threat then, then learn to do something that doesn't have to be anything highfalutin it doesn't have to be learning a language or anything like that it could be learning how to make something or yeah. craft something or or cook or, or anything so, so I've done a lot of cooking over lockdown yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. be cooking anymore but yeah, yeah no it does it does and, take and, and there's a reason things. why that became more popular learning new things over lockdown because all the other stuff wasn't available to us yeah. the connection and all that um, and, and the last thing is an interesting one. Um, it's what we call give. Um, and it means do something for others. Um, and there's been loads of studies showing that an, an act of kindness um, has led to um, emotional health being more sustained over over a six-month period. This study was, yeah. did, did a follow-up of people who were asked to do an act of kindness and they found that act, that act actually made them feel better and they yeah. kept feeling better. So those are the five things people can do to help themselves. And next, then, they can contact organisations like Talk Liverpool or or some of the charities that work locally and, and, and if you Google Google asking for help with anxiety or yeah. help with depression you'll find lots of really good organisations out there um, and what you can expect is at every every service in every area in the country has a, a an NHS funded service for what we call mild to moderate problems and the important thing is you don't wait till it gets too complex or the problem get, overcomes you it's when you start start to see a problem so if you find that you haven't been sleeping well or you your thoughts are a wee bit gloomy or you haven't been able to switch off a racing mind if that lasts for more than two weeks then get in touch with one of these services um, you don't have to wait till it, it becomes a significant problem and what you can expect from those services is a whole menu of 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 ways to help um, and they range from some some of the first things that those services will offer are things like we, we we run courses for example at talk liverpool where you can and you can do these online or when we're back in buildings you can do them do them in buildings where we teach you how anxiety works teach you how low mood works and we teach you tricks to to combat it we teach you things that you can be doing to to combat some of the tricks that your mind plays on you when you're feeling anxious or, or down um, we offer online therapy where you never actually have to meet your therapist and um, everything happens online and, and again you're taught skills and, and that's the important thing is most of the interventions now are about teaching people skills rather yeah. than exploring their inner psyche or, or getting to know them deeply it's about teaching them how, how these things like anxiety and low mood work and teaching you how to combat them um, we also offer more traditional one-to-one talking therapies where you can talk to a therapist at the minute obviously it's over a video link but we we do offer that in buildings um, where you can go into a bit more depth about some of the skills that you need to to beat this and and so there's a whole menu of things on offer for people and and it's not just old-fashioned type sitting sitting in a room and and talking to someone it's very much a skills-based thing and what we find is that for those people who complete the, a course of therapy, over ninety percent of them feel better, um, and for even for those people who have a have a 
even if we include people who drop out early of therapy, but what we find is 50% of them get get better from it. Oh, that's good. I, I noticed, I went to some um, <coughs> therapy sessions and I was a bit nervous going, thinking, oh, it's going to be sitting there and he goes, so how do you feel? What? It's not like that. You, you, mm. you get to know you first. Yeah. The first couple of sessions, it was like, what are you doing? What are you up to? What, 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 what do you like doing? And then all the conversations revolve around that. And then it's only later when you think back, you go, actually, he's helped me without me realising mm. that he's helping me. And it, you do feel amazing afterwards. And it's like, now, if I feel like I'm going to go that way, I know all I've got to do is give them a quick call. It, not necessarily daring them with what's going on, but like in the next week, I'll have a, a session with them. And even if it's just a catch up, or you go, I'm really sorry for bothering you. They go, not at all. You get, you come in to get the help that you need before it gets anywhere. So that's the best yeah. thing to do. I think the stigma sometimes is, you know, I've suffered with my mental health over the last 18 months, but it's one of those where I always used to think, you know, if you want to talk to somebody, they're going to stick gadgets to your head. You've got to lie down you've got to put on a gown and, and and I think it's like it's refreshing to hear that there's 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 other services there's other ways I'm a big fan of exactly what you've just said Paul in regards to if you teach somebody something they've got it for life how to deal with anxiety I found it very hard you know I uh, in regards to falling asleep waking up at two in the morning and then thinking of situations that happened to me when like when I was a teenager, if it was a fight, if it was an argument or something that I couldn't stop. And I'm thinking, why am I thinking about a situation that happened 18 years ago and now I'm wide awake? And it'll play on my mind. A bit. And it's little things, I guess, like you said, that if you can teach somebody how to deal with that, then moving forward, that's dealt with. Then any other problem comes along isn't doubled up on top of that. Yeah, yeah. One one of the big big problems that people have when they experience these these issues is that they don't feel that they have any control over them. They feel mm. that this is something that's happening to them, um, and, that, and that's why lots of people turn to medication and, and yeah. see that as the answer because it's something else that will control whatever it is that's controlling them and the, the key thing in therapy and, and the active ingredient as to why it works is that people get a sense of control that they have there's something they can do to control this they can they can understand that they can they can apply techniques that help them control their thoughts rather than their thoughts controlling them because you, you, you probably would have found that after a while you started worrying about waking up in the middle of the night yeah. and am I going to be tired yeah. tomorrow and work and then, then yeah. won't sleep tomorrow night and it, 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 it's giving, giving people some control over those processes and, and and I like to think of it as remember that last scene from The Wizard of Oz where they pull back the curtain and, it, yeah, and it's not yeah. this big scurry man it's a guy with levers yeah. and switches it, it's exactly like that in therapy yeah. did, did you know this isn't a scurry disease that's going to get to you it's actually- do, do you know what helps me I don't bottle everything up I just I store it I learn a little thing you store it and you keep it until you can deal properly with it there and then and I, if I go out on my kayak that's when I think about stuff and I'm out in the middle of nowhere with no yeah. one and I think about it and go well actually when you think about it it's not actually that bad mm. you, and you work it out logically like that and then that's what stops it if it's something that I do that and I can't get rid of it that's when I'll go and get a bit of help mm. professional help and they go well realistically is it really do this do that and then you sort of I have to step out of my own situation sometimes so been going through this divorce it, it has been driving me insane but it's one of those where if if it wasn't me going through it, I feel I could give somebody amazing advice. But look, you look, just chill. It's not as bad as you think. Sleep on it when you wake up in the morning and you've had a walk and you've had a you know you've got a full tummy. You're in a good mood. The sun's shining. Things don't seem as bad. So I try and a bit like what you've just said in 
if anything happens, I think I, I don't want to deal with it now because I'm not in a I'm not having a great day or a great afternoon. Tomorrow, sunshine like it, you know, like it has been today, so to speak. Uh, blue skies. I'm in a good mood. I can deal with that. It's actually not as bad as I thought it was 24 hours previously, yeah. and it, it's weird like that. But yeah. well, well, you've touched on one of the reasons why these problems are, are so debilitating because we we have two us humans have two brains. We have our what you might call our reptile brain or the amygdala, it's called in the jargon, or it's our emotional brain and mm. it handles our emotions. And we have our thinking brain. And what happens is when and, and lots and lots of studies have been done by clever people using machines and that what they find is that when they when your emotional brain is engaged so when you're anxious or worked up or down or angry um, there's no electricity getting to your thinking brain so you're using your emotional brain to mm. interpret your environment yeah. and your emotional brain is all about threat it's about it's been there since we were cavemen and it, it's designed to get us out, out of danger so you're thinking with a, a danger brain um, and what we find is when we give people the, the techniques to just switch off that emotional brain and get their thinking brain and gear like like you said Andy about being out in your kayak your emotional yeah. brain is is disengaged um, and it allows your thinking brain to see things a bit more clearly mm. and, and that's why when people feel down or anxious that pretty unbelievable things feel very believable mm. um, and it's only when we give them the techniques to switch off their emotional brain that they think why was I even thinking that I was, that's that's a ridiculous thing to say about myself or that's a different yeah. ridiculous yeah. thing to say no, about I get it. it makes sense that I've, yeah. I've never thought of it like that that's actually quite an eye opener thing of it like that that's a good way to look at it I like that look we're going to go uh, we're going to carry on talking to you Paul in the next section we're going to go to a we're going to go to an absolute cracking song after the break uh, it is the Backstreet Boys I Want It That Way The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool helping you deal with mental health problems in a more positive way Liverpool and that was Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Tune. Thank you, Andy, for picking that. No worries. Next week, it's all going to be rock and everything. Uh, yeah, I thought it might. Be. I might even throw some Daft Punk on. Old school Daft Punk. I don't mind a bit of old school Daft Punk. I yeah. can cope with that. I'm very upset at this place. <laughs> You're back listening to the lads. I am Dickie Mint. I have Andy with me. Hello. And I also still have Paul with me from Talk Liverpool. Are you okay, Paul? Yeah. Good, good, good. Right. Uh, the previous section, uh, Paul mentioned something uh, that was quite interesting in regards to blokes can actually multitask. Uh, and believe it or not, ladies, we can. Not very well, but we can. Uh, and you touched on something that I want to bring up um, about technology in regards to, I think you were mentioning this, you know, TVs on or something, you're doing something, but you've got your phone out and you can be checking your social media or whatever. Me and Andy aren't massive fans of social media. Uh, number one, because I'm a technophobe and I don't know how half of it works, but I don't particularly think it's, and this is just my own personal uh, view, I don't particularly think social media is that great it's, it's caused issues for me in the past it's caused it's issues just, for me it's, it's not worth it no I, I, I see i think it has an effect on mental health i would love to know your opinion your own personal opinion on it yeah um personally i try not to use it much but, but <laughs> if you think back to some of the things we talked about earlier about tips for staying emotionally healthy one of them yeah. is to connect with others and obviously social media could be a good tool mm. in connecting with others. And there probably are some some apps out there that are that are quite useful for people um, when it's a genuine connection with, with other people. One of the problems that we find with social media is 
a lot of it is people presenting themselves to the public in a, in a way that they want to be presented. Yeah. And what can often happen is a person can go on and compare another person's public image with their own private view of themselves. Yeah. So they're comparing themselves, warts and all, how they feel, the type of miserable week they've had, and they look on social media and see someone who's off kayaking, sorry Andy, or, or <laughs> doing these wonderful things and eating wonderful dinners, and, and they com- they see that, that that's what their yeah. life isn't like. Um, obviously it's not a fair comparison. It, 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 young women have been doing it for years in magazines, mm-hmm. in magazines of, of airbrushed models, yeah. um, and comparing themselves to, to that. It, it's not a fair comparison. What people tend to do is they start to internalise that, that everyone else is, is having so much fun and doing these wonderful things, and, and mm-hmm. I'm here feeling, I'm not doing these things, so what, what, what's wrong with me? So there's the danger in, in, in that and that people can make that unfair comparison and, and be quite hard on themselves. Yeah, because I think people forget that, I mean, look, I do it. I mean, if you looked at my social media, you would have no idea I've gone through what I've gone through over the last 12, 18 months. I'm sure that's the same with a lot of people because people, like you said, will not post. They don't want to, again, you know, blokes especially don't want to show a weakness. They don't want to say, look, you know, I've been going through this, I've been going through this. I'll only post stuff about the gym. I post well, upbeat quotes. I, I know when it's like an arms day for you. I know when you, <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing in the gym each and every day. But that's it. But, but I don't post the stuff where I'm having, you know, I've had a bad day, I've had a bad uh, week or something's upset me. You don't, you don't post that. And I guess, I, I guess, you know, I've done exactly what you've just said, even though I know the reality that other people I follow on social will be having crap days and crap times. And I know they're not posting them, but because I'm still seeing their social media and following them and flicking through and seeing the videos and all the feeds and everything like that, I'm going, look at their amazing life. Mine sucks. Even though I know, because I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it and I'm acting in real time going, they've got an amazing life. My life sucks. My life is crap. Yeah. And and another another thing that's, that doesn't help with social media. If, if you think about, it, there's often a phrase used in IT. If you're not if you're not paying for it, you're the product. And, and with mm. lots of these these social media things, that it's about advertising and drawing your attention yeah. to things. And and if you look at how you use it, um, it, it lots it's trying to grab your attention mm. about things. Um, and especially if you use it on a laptop. If you ever look at social media, there's things popping up and pop up saying yeah. buy this and look at this. And what happens in our we're back to our, our reptile brain. What happens in in our rep- reptile brain is something pops up on your screen and, and you have a spike of alertness. Oh, what was that about? Oh, it's, it's just an advert and back down. And you end up exercising your emotional brain yeah. until such a time that you're going to bed knackered because you've been sitting on, on <laughs> yeah. social media for an hour. Some people even bring their devices to bed and, yeah. and yeah. use them during the night. And yeah. you think about it, it's, it's actually switching on your emotional brain at a time when you want to be switching it off and, and, and getting to sleep and relaxing. Well, that's your that, that's, that's my problem. You've just, I've, I've, I've probably <laughs> learned more off Paul in the last hour than, than, than I have from doing my own research and stuff. Uh, you're right. Look, I take my phone to bed. If I wake up, uh, I did it this morning. I, I did it very early uh, this morning. I woke up uh, at ridiculous o'clock and thought I wonder what time it is I had a quick look at my phone because it's right next because it's, your phone is everything you don't you forget it's it's your alarm clock do you not own a watch I hate wearing it I'm wearing my watch now but only to do my steps but I, I cannot wear like this this watch helps me track my sleep but like I've also had the sleep that you're not having yeah <laughs> but but it also affects me because I know it's tracking my sleep and I'm thinking have a good sleep have a good sleep and then I can feel it on my wrist as I'm turning over and I'm like 
oh, I wonder, I wonder if, I wonder if this, I wonder if that. But I am a bugger. I'll look at my phone, check the time, and then go. Oh, I wonder what's, I wonder if, I wonder what's going on. Yeah. And it's that, yeah. it's that. Yeah. That, 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 that's why. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I don't want to be uh, taking my phone to bed. I, I strongly believe, and I'm not a politician, but we should be making old-fashioned alarm clocks available free of charge <laughs> in the NHS, so people yeah. can leave their phones downstairs. No, and I, look, I, I fully agree with that. I, I guess, look, on a personal note, Paul. Uh, obviously, with COVID and everything that's gone on. Uh, from a personal point of view, from from yourself and, and and family, how have how have you found lockdown yourself? Because it's you know a lot about this because of the work you do and the environment you're in. But I always wonder, from somebody that works in that sector, how do you cope? How have you found it? Have you struggled? Have you used any of the advice that you've said today on the show for yourself? Yeah. Um, well, well th- things for, for people in, in the line of work I'm in, I've been, I've been extremely busy. Mm. While fewer patients have been coming forward, we've, we've been very busy getting ready for when they do. And, yeah. And, and days that, that our days are long and, and working. Um, and, and me personally, I, I'm the type of person who likes to relax by sitting somewhere quiet and, and switching off and not talking or going out, going out to discos or that. I like to sit and look at the scenery or read a book or sit quietly and do it. So for me initially, I thought this lockdown's wonderful. I don't have to go out and socialise <laughs> and I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can I can relax just by by sitting down at, at the end of the, of the day. Um, and also what I, what I found was. One of the things that you learn in, in therapy is that it's not your situation that makes that causes your mood. It's how you view your situation. Mm. Um, and lots of people have struggled over this um, because they're not in the office, they're not around other people. And I often console myself with, with the idea. Throughout lockdown, I often and, and said to people and often told myself that it might be extremely busy, but you're much, there are people out there who have lost their whole livelihoods who have yeah. I think it's being being thankful for the the good bit of luck you had in this and, and bearing in mind that yes it's busy and it's stressful but there's people out there would cut their right hand off to, to, to get a busy job at this yeah. time and, and, and burn those things in mind um, what I also found was even though I thought I was being good at all this doing the right things for emotional health I started to enjoy being alone too much and and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking now when, when the pub's open don't know if I'll bother come back and think it's, 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 but, but you do fall into those traps if it, yeah. it becomes comfortable and um, but, but yeah I think if we hang on if we if we don't let our interpretations of our situation get out of hand then we, we have a bit more control over, over how we experience them and, and our mood so, so I suppose being thankful and, and connecting with people when we can is yeah because he was I saw something in the news the other day uh, they were talking about that the art of small talk just seems to have disappeared you know you just walking in a park saying good morning to somebody yeah, having well, a quick chit chat you mentioned that the other week didn't like, yeah. last week because Amy who produces Rory's show said she was incapable of saying hello to a fellow dog walker in the park she didn't know how to do it and felt anxious about it and I was like that is just ridiculous. You do it every every day, but because it's been out, but we've not, not done it for a year. Yeah. Like I come to town a couple of weeks ago and had to get the bus and was getting anxious that I was getting on a bus and was really nervous going. Oh, I haven't done this in a while, but I've I'd done it for nine, ten years when I was going to through school and all that, and it wasn't an issue then. It's just. As you say, I think it's because we've been told, oh, you're going to be by other people and there's something dangerous. Yeah. I've had coronavirus twice. Okay. 
but I'm still worried about getting it again because I'm still not recovered. I think that's the, the issue with it. Mm. And I think the thing to hang on to for us as we come out of lockdown is how resilient humans can be, and, and, and it's mm. about control. And, and and let's face it, if you can learn to make sardo during lockdown, you can relearn how to connect with people <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. You, when you get out of it. It's um, we, it, it's about exerting control and being able to control the things you can control. Yeah. Well, look, it's uh, we're coming to the end of the show, Paul, but it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, really enjoyed yeah. it. I've learned a lot myself. I, I think we both have. It just if anybody uh, that is listening to this show tonight, uh, if they if anything's hit home with them, if they need any help, then obviously, look, you're more than welcome to email uh, in at studio at liverpoolliveradio.com. Uh, if you put the head in the lads uh, and help, then we can send over all relevant uh, contacts, emails, websites to go to, be if it's Talk Liverpool or Samaritans. But just at the end, Paul, if somebody has been listening and something has hit home for them how can they get in touch uh, with yourselves yeah so the the best way to get in touch with us is to call us um, it's 0151 228 2300 um, do you want to say that again for us again? yeah it's 0151 yeah um, and what will happen at that phone call is, is no one will ask them what they want to help with or what they'll basically just take their details and arrange for one of our therapists to call them and, and chat a bit more about what's what's available to them and, and, and as Andy says that, that'll be within a space of about a week uh, cool. usually that we can we can get a therapist in contact with you just to discuss your options and give you could tell you what we can offer and, and if we're not for you we'll, we'll put you in touch with other organisations that can help and Brilliant, brilliant, thank you for that well look again pleasure having you on uh, we are going to be handing over to uh, the big fella the big fella with his jukebox with his jukebox yeah. plays all the tunes I've been I need to get my uh, I need to get my uh, top five into him yeah don't forget if you want to put a, a request on for um, the big fella t- send a text message with the word scouse to double eight double four oh put your request and he'll do his best to put it on for you and then it's the big man P Price following up yeah right well look we'll catch you next week at six uh, don't forget you can get us on uh, podcast and Yeah, catch you next week. See you later. Bye-bye. The Lads on Liverpool Live with Talk Liverpool. Online therapy programmes to help you positively challenge common mental health problems. Liverpool!